Derek, if you're listening to this podcast, news to you, you're going to have to file your taxes. Mm, I don't like filing my taxes. Well, you know what? You're going to have to do it every year for the rest of your life, no matter what. And when you're reselling, there's always some unique and, and challenges, whether it's your first, second, you know, fifth year. If you're making a lot of money, you might want to become an S-Corporations. And those are one of the things that we can help you with here at Adam Up Accounting because we know our taxes for resellers. Well, how do I get a hold of somebody at Adam Up Accounting? You can go to our website, adamupaccounting.com. We've got a little comment section on there. You can send us a message. Um, it's got our phone number on there. Shoot us an email. Hit us on social media. We'd love to help you out, see if you can uh, answer some questions about reselling. Because we know it's confusing, and like I said, it's just one of those things you have to do. Because if you don't, you're going to be in trouble, D-Roy. Hey, guys. It's uh, D-Roy Everett and... Adam Beasley from the Death Files and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account. I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out. And seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully it's a five-star review. But if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. <laughs> we know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Absolutely. listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening, or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a, you don't even have to write a review. Just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool, too. We appreciate it, and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys. record and here we are that's the way it works it's just like it's a it's like a bicycle you just keep going and you're always going to get to a good place when every time you're on the bike are we in low gear high gear uh, right now you should be in high gear there's a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of uh, good things happening for the christmas time. you should be in high gear let's just kick it let's just kick it off let's just go for it oh do you want to get in right into the tax issues all that's in my craw right now i don't empty that craw oh, man today's been tax issue day and and uh for the good people that do work at the Internal Revenue Services, don't give me... There's a lot of good people there. A lot, a lot of good people. The problem is... is there's Steve and Molly. Yes. Carl's pretty good. Jose. Jose, always always a pleasure to talk to. The problem is, is they are so overburdened and underworked and underpaid... And overworked. Under, ...understaffed that they can't do anything. Like, you literally cannot call the IRS to get a hold of a person. I have, uh, I, I'm a tax practitioner, I'm an enrolled agent, I have a special number, I have the bat line. Why don't you give it to everybody? Let's have the special because number. Because they won't talk to them because you have to be an enrolled agent to talk to them. Oh, I thought we'd just give it to everybody. Well, that wouldn't, I'll give it to you, nobody's gonna answer it. 
Like, <laughs> That's you, the problem. You call it, and it's like an automated service and says, if you need this issue, press 1. If you need this, press 2. If you need this, press 4, and you go through it, and it gives you the rigmarole. Well, we're not in the office because of COVID, and we're at home working, and leave your name and number, and we'll call you back. And then it says, your voice box is full. <laughs> we'll get back to you. You can't even leave a message with anybody. I've been having correspondents go in and out, and the problem is that they can't process them. I mean, they are literally semi-trucks full of stuff that need to be gone through because the IRS doesn't make it easy. You don't have, like, an electronic portal that you can send them an email with the stuff. It has to be gone through with the mail, and it's extremely frustrating on that aspect today. I think I just came up with a... I, I get the scheme is who runs the Who gets the money from the mail? Exactly. That's like that, but it isn't really money. It's check. Nobody's sending. Cash. Well, I mean, but they 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 won't let you email it because then that take away the mail. Who owns the mail? Oh, the government. Does. So it's a root. They double dip. They yeah. They they own they own their own thing. I can't remember. It's been a few months ago, but I uh, had the similar thing. I called and left my number. I think I can't remember if it's when we were trying to refi a house or us something where I called and like we'll get back to you and leave your thing and. Uh, it was like a week later, and I got a phone call. Um, I started laughing. Who was this? Well, yeah, it's like, you know, usually, it must have been somebody I know, because I usually don't pick up for the, you know, you get the scam calls and all that, but I, I picked it up, and they said what their business and thing was, and I, I really started laughing, and I said, well, that was, that was a problem a week ago. I kind of moved on with my life on, on since then, so. so and it's frustrating. That's the one issue. The other issue is the IRS sent out a mass mailer that if there was a problem or question on your recovery rebate, so your stimulus money, there is a mass, I mean, we are talking probably, I don't know, 25 million, 30 million people that got a letter that says, hey, there's a problem with the recovery rebate, and we don't know what to do about it. So it's causing all these issues, and people say, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, I don't know. I just had three people call me today. I, I don't know. I don't have any response to it. So just sit back and hold on, and we'll see what the IRS does. So if you're uh, looking to uh, be filing taxes this year, and you got, um, uh, I mean, you got your records and stuff, just start keeping notes because it's going to come down. It's a mess. It's been a mess for a couple of years. It's yes, just getting it worse. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for a job, I guess you could go work for the IRS. I don't know. lots of jobs. And lots of jobs. If you want to just sort through the mail, you could... Uh, Open any semi truck and start start Explain sorting. Explain this one to me, okay? This is this is, we're kind. Of, I'm on a tyrant. I've had a rough day today. Um, That's what we're here for. Adam. I had a rough day today with IRS and taxes. Is there's last time I checked, there's one way for the government to get money, and and that's through taxes. I, I mean, I don't I don't know if there's any other secret way that they get money. Usually through taxes. That's it. That's their that's their main way. So there's there's fees and other ways that they can but, get but you, but they come through taxes. The bulk of it. Um, you would think that they have a pretty beefy force. Like you, you, you would that, stop. that would where you think that would where you were. So if I was running things, which <laughs> I, I'm not, and nor will I, but the things that you do is you, you'd, uh, you'd, yeah, you bulk that up. You say, well, we need to fill this first and foremost, and uh, you know we got all these guys. Oh, I won't get all political and, and all that, <laughs> but we got some soldiers coming back from some things. We got some people sitting around. We got a lot of people unemployed. We got. People coming out of uh, college looking for jobs or wanting, I mean, even if you want to, now this is going to get people up riled, but there's a whole thing about whether or not you should have free tuition or not for schools, and I know we could talk about that for five hours, but here's what you do. 
Well, instead, if you say, you know what, we, we will cover you at a state college, uh, you get that degree, but you got to come work here for three years, and we'll write it off. A lot of those people will just stay there, and that will be their job, and you'll it, you'll fill up your workforce over, you know, 10 years. So so let me fix the second world issue. If we could just figure out how to take salt water and make that, like, gasoline fuel, there we, we, go. Just, we just solve the but world There problems. we go. There, and, and, I mean, Elon Musk, you know, well, well, we're at it. You might as well do that. You're already burrowing through the earth and flying to the moon. Um, Stop being logical. Cap, Captain Obvious here, me and Adam, just saying saying things that need to be said. I guess saving save the world. We don't even need to get into the other issues. Here's the, the real thing, and, and uh, while we're on taxes, here's how you solve tax problems, and we've talked about it before. And Adam will tell you exactly why it won't work, and I agree with him 100. percent But if you just say, you know, maybe two or three tiers, you pay 20 percent, you pay 25, you pay 30. 10, 15, 20, whatever you want to come up with. And it's a flat rate, and you just say, you make X amount, you pay this amount. You make this amount, whatever, or you all pay the same amount. But the reason it won't work out, go ahead and burst everyone's bubble. I, I, I would love it. It'd make my job a lot easier, but then it'd just make it too easy and too uncomplex, and that would just do away with our whole system. Like, I, the, the government's all about system and, and, and ranking and stuff, so it's just not going to happen. That's that's too easy, Derek. Well, we've had this discussion before. You said it was all the way down to even, like, deductions and yeah. big corporations only. Here's what I – Adam's got me right now. Here's what I dislike. I'll go to a, a store, and let's just say it's, uh, you know, Kmart because there's no Kmarts anymore or whatever. We'll call it Jmart because that's even funner. So I go up to the store, and I have my transaction. I got me a bag of Mentos and, uh, you know, some saltwater taffies and uh, a, a G.I. Joe or something. And it's like, I'll be thirteen seventy-five. Do you want to round up for a quarter today to give to whatever charity? And I don't mind giving to charity. My problem is I give that quarter to this corporation, and then at the end of the year, end of the quarter, they present this check to this uh, charity yes. from Jmart saying, we're giving $10 million to these poor, you know, uh, kids that can't walk, that, you know, were born without tongues and uh, have been in wheelchairs all their lives. Pallets. And, you know, we're, we're such good, we're giving this. They get a tax deduction off of money that wasn't even theirs that we oh, gave them. We're, we're getting in the reds here. So they get the tax deduction on it. They get the public interest or, or image of, like, we're giving to these these charities, which is good to give to charities. But really, the people that gave it was me giving my quarter to you. It wasn't you. It wasn't anyone in their corporate offices. That that grinds my gears. And another thing is, <laughs> Whoa, is uh, another thing, huh? it, well, because you told me this once, and, and, it, and it makes sense, is, but they don't just give to charities or that because they're good corporations or because they're making money and they think it's a good thing to do. They're only doing it because they're incentivized to do it because they get to write it off on taxes. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm a nerdy accountant. And whenever I get like kind of like, you know, when I want to deep dive into something that I not necessarily need to, but it's my educational purposes, um, you can look up, it's called the 990. It's, it's the official IRS form. It's public information. So any nonprofit that, this is a nonprofit, you can look up on the IRS website database and pull up the 990 forms, and it'll tell you everything that the company did. It'll say they brought in X amount, $3 million, and here's all their expenses, and here's the ownership, who's on the board, how much money they got, all those kind of things. Very, very intriguing. Just, just you threw that. Out. I know a lot of people have a problem with a goodwill, and I think it's kind of for that same purpose. Now I don't care because I understand that they're there to make a profit, even though they say that they're a charitable organization or, or however. I don't want to get down to that. 
and I'm doing the same thing. So I go to Goodwill, I'm looking to buy something for a dollar and sell for a hundred dollars. They're looking to get something for free and sell for the most profit they can get. So I get that. I get that game and I, I don't have a problem with that. Well, I have the problem is when you take my money and then you say that it was your money doing a good work. So I think all of our names should be on these big <laughs> checks. Or there should be somewhere that they list everyone that contributed down to a penny. And, and J-Mart doesn't get the credit for it. D-Roy is looking for a shout-out. And I'll give him one because he's wearing an amazing hat. Uh, one of ten. If we want to go into the uh, the serials numbers of that, one of ten. He's yeah, got I put the, this online. The, the double comma. I, I only have them. I, I wore it out to Missouri. I was I was sporting it. I'm trying to think. I've got I've got a partial list, but uh, our boy Bill Bill Riley's got one. Tom Hackett's got one. Uh, Kyle Gunther's got one. You, I think Derbs has got one. I know Derbs has got one. Uh, Pretty, pretty rarefied air. Grandpa Bill's got one. There's there's it's not a, many of them. It's a uh, Adam Up Accounting hat. Yes. If you listen to the ads, you'll know that Adam Up Accounting proud sponsor of the Death Piles and Taxes show. We've got we've got several hats, but this is a, a fitted with a special emblem of two commas for the Millionaire Club, which D Roy is he's on the cusp. I, I received a special message this week, Adam, from a from a good friend of ours. You remember our, our buddy uh, $100 Bill. Oh, yes. I love me some $100 Bill. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot Hold here. Hold on. Our, our eBay friend, back when eBay was open, well, the eBay group here in the state of Utah, $100 Bill. The meetup group that we'd go to, eBay uh, would host it, and Bill was, he was kind of the jefe. He was kind of the, the wrangler of everything. Was, and, and the problem is we were right on the cusp of getting to that eBay open in Las Vegas, and then this thing, covid Blew out all of our we'll, big We'll get back, Adam. We'll get back. All right. So we so got more listeners now than we did then. Hundred dollar bill. So I, I get a message from him, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. He's giving me his schedule. I said you need to come on the show. I got a schedule, so we're going to have Bill on the program. We're going to we're going to make it happen. Is going to be um, that newsworthy. You're going to want to listen to that one. You are going to definitely want to listen to the hundred dollar bill stories. He's been hanging out down at the National Park. And now he's up at the Timpanogos Cave. What? Yeah, but uh, let me not get off for a... He right. sent me a, an estate sale that was happening up in oh, Park City. I, I do remember that. And it had some uh, had some basketballs that were like autographed basketball. It had sports memorabilia. Memorabilia, And so on Sunday, or no, it was Saturday morning, I said to the missus, uh, well, I said Friday night, I said, we're getting up. Because we had, we had a nephew's birthday party. We had a family event. We had football games going on. I said, Busy schedule. I said, we're, we're getting up, and uh, we're going to go up to Park City, and we're going to see what this Ooh. is all about. So did you go? We warmed up the Prius, and we went up the mountain, and we uh, we arrived at what was a uh, deceased dentist, I believe. Oh. Uh, after looking through some personal items, I put together that this man was once a dentist. Okay. And, you know, uh, I... I used to hate dentists, but then I, I have uh, a fond spot for our for our, uh, guys over on uh, on the. Uh, you can bet on that. Doctor Mike has, has converted me to dentists. Aren't all bad guys? Dentistry. So, so I felt a little bad, but it was uh, so. Uh, for those of you that don't know Utah or anything, Park City is it's a swanky. It's an upscale uh, town. You probably know it from the Sundance Film Festival. There's a lot of celebrities that live there. It, it's. I dare I see borderline Los Angeles like it's it's its own little community. It's its own little world in Utah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's of Utah, but not it's in Utah, but not of Utah. How about that? Oh, I like that. And it's not we're not talking Nephi Pahrump people. We are talking <laughs> swanky Manhattan people, Jackson that Hole kind of people. second second homes of the rich and the famous. Yes, a little summer vacation homes or winter for the ski resorts. And every place up there is is the double comma. I mean, we're talking they start with like three million up to like. 
thirty million. So if nothing else, I thought, well, we're going to get to go do some gawking. You know me. I went. Uh, once when we were down in, in, in L.A., there was a. Uh, we went through Beverly Hills and we saw there was an estate sale, and I just pulled over just to go look through this mansion, and it was it. It wasn't. This one was a lot better than that. So. Is that where you found O.J. Simpson's Heisman Trophy? <laughs> no, that's a whole other story. I wish. I wish that's that's uh, that's your buddy the juice. Did, didn't you find that in the palace station in Las Vegas? <laughs> I wish I could have been. Well, no, I don't wish I could have been there for that. I got a little out of control. But sorry, don't mean to derail. That's just where I go with those things. No, it was uh, the one in in uh, Los Angeles or whatever Beverly Hills was kind of picked over, but it was nice to walk through the house and they had a pool and you could walk out to the guest house. <laughs> And they had like an orange tree or something, so it was just cool to go and see and do. But there wasn't really anything. Plus, I had to fly home. So this one though was just an hour or so up the road. So we, we get up there, and uh, it's nice. The fall colors are out. It was a beautiful ride. Beautiful this time of year. And uh, we get there and find the address, and man, they meant business. Like it was uh, it was set up big sign that says state sale. So go in. They had a uh, like Will Chamberlain, a Bob Cousy. They had Jerry West. They had all these signed balls, and they had a sign that said, you know, 50% off today. Wow. So I'm thinking, I've hit the Jerry Sloan part, too. And, you know, in the in the ad, there had a few more things, but they've been going for a couple days. Then I went and looked at the prices. And let's just say these guys knew what they wanted, even at 50% off. There was, there was no meat left on the bone. Nothing, huh? So, but then... I kept walking around the house. Oh, boy. And there's a good thing. I, if you've never done an estate sale, it's kind of weird at first. It's fun. But it's fun. And they have certain rooms that are, you know, you can't go in and taped off and, and whatever. But uh, a lot of people, now, here's a heads up if you ever go. The bathroom apparently is the sweet section in estate sales for a lot of people. Okay. And it gets overlooked because everyone thinks, well, what am I going to get in there? Apparently, especially if you have rich or famous people or the upper echelon, there's a lot of expensive uh, clones and, and perfumes, oh. those kind of things. Now, there wasn't any of this house, but I'm just going to give, you know, some, uh, as we go through, that's that's an overlooked place. Things to look for when you're going to a state. A lot of times people are always looking at, like, jewelry or they're looking at, and the other thing that look, gets looked over is, like, rich rich people have fancy shoes. Okay. And they might not just be your Nike Air Shocks. It might be some, you know. Your penny loafers. Some a company that you've never heard of before. And it's uh, Italian imported leather or something. So, you know, there's just things to look for. But anyways, we went all through the house. And we were about, well, there's a few other people in there. But it was about us. And it was a huge house. And I found the uh, the yearbooks. I'm like, oh, yearbooks usually do well. But it was the School of Dentistry. Okay. And so, I, I, you know, I left those to be there. And they had, like, pictures on the wall, artwork and stuff. But everything was pretty expensive. Spendy. It was a little spendy. But on the way up, I stopped. I said, well, we're going to make this a trip because Adam's going to let me write this one off because I need to have my... There's a good uh, place up there that has lobster rolls. I don't know. Oh. Have you ever had the lobster roll up in Park City? No. Fresh. I think it's called Freshies. It's it's a spendy, but it's... Oh, man. I know where we need to go for my birthday. Yeah. Oh, it's good, man. It is It is good. It will cost you, but it's good. So I thought, well, I need to write this off. So uh, we went to uh, the Walmart on the way up. There's one in Heber, and I found some sports cards. Okay. So I was able to get a few a few boxes of sports cards. I was looking for my wrestling figures. There wasn't any. Got up to Park City, Walmart, same kind of thing. So I was able to find a few things. Uh, the the estate sale kind of was a bust, but it was fun to go to. Then we Did came back. Did you walk out of anything from the estate the estate sale? No. Didn't buy one thing. No, it was all. I mean, it was all. You'd have to have a double comma. You didn't even like throw an offer out on anything. They weren't in the mood to mess around. No, like no you, you can go like, "How are you doing today?" Yeah. It was very. 
professional stuff. <laughs> like, they weren't, yeah, like, they could tell that like, one of these things don't belong here, and the faster we can get you out, the faster we can make some money. You were kind of uh, shunned. I mean, there was a game of life board game that I probably could have got for twenty bucks, but uh, the resale just wasn't there for gotcha. a used game. So it was it was a it was an educational type. It was educational. But I tell people, I mean, go. You never know what you're going to find, and you know they have remotes. They, there's different things that are worth a lot of money if you do your research on it, but. Uh, you, you never know, but that was thanks to hundred dollar bill. Can I tell you about my sure. experience? Um, there was a one here up at, a, at an older home in, in uh, Springville, about 10, 15 minutes away. And we saw it. And this was back kind of pre-COVID. My my wife, you know, it was it was in, before we had our little boy, so it was you know our other two kids would be in school and we we'd get a party. <laughs> um, now we got a little one, so it's a little tough to do a few more things, but that's okay. But we were at this uh, estate sale, and we walked in, and it was kind of the same thing. This guy, he was a, a religious professor, a lot of uh, religious-type books. But I was able to go in and find some really cool matchbooks, because, um, you know, that used to be a collectible. That was what people would get when you'd go places, is you would collect a matchbook. Um, that's back when you could smoke everywhere and do all those kind of things. Oh, sure. People would collect matchbooks. So we got a bag of those for like two bucks. And there was like a, a Jackie Onassis Kennedy type one in there. And there was a couple of things. You know, I threw them on. I, I sold a couple. And uh, um, But same thing is we really went in. It was really kind of cool. I found some really interesting um, Disney-like memorabilia that was like very, or very early. And that's what kind of triggered it for me. Um so there was nothing. That, I mean, we probably spent like twenty, thirty bucks. We found really cool books, like really cool old atlases that my son really liked. You know, got them for like a dollar or two dollars. I mean, you know, because the, these were they they were looking to get rid of stuff. Yeah, that's they, the thing. They don't. I mean, it was day three. It was it was an estate sale, kind of on the lower end. Not that not that they are, but. Once they've been there for so many days, when there isn't things, yeah, they're just looking at their house. They're looking at the liquid, and it is. It's a it's a glorified garage sale. It's a fancy. It's usually somebody died or, or yeah. moved somewhere. They want to package the stuff, and yeah. that's exactly what it is. Is people don't want to get everything. So, but it was it was definitely fun. But going back to that Disney stuff, um, I'm telling you, man, I, the uh, the I don't know the resale resale um, heavens have been opened. Um, your buddy Darren Ravel is getting on this uh, sports ticket wagon. <clears throat> the big tweets are coming out. The everything. There was a really cool ticket. So it was Disneyland ticket number one. Zero, 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 one. The first ticket of admission into Disneyland that ever came out that I saw somebody has uh, gotten their paws on. And that just made me think, like, these older admission things, To, to that's a really cool thing is Disneyland. Like, well, there's people that love Disney. And, and, again, that's kind of this, like, item that no one else says they have is, hey, I have the first admission ticket into Disneyland. Like, that is... Even if you have the first year. I mean, yes, the first yeah. one, of course, yeah, so that's going to be but, huge. But the but, same thing. If yeah. you can find a, you know, an older-type ticket from... In Grandpa's know, journal from 62. when they took the kids there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you never know what you're going to find. And these other items, um, tickets especially, they're becoming, like... The, the to-haves. You know, well, we've, we've been talking about it for years now, and I think it's finally getting to the point where it's, uh, we're, we're feeling validated about it, I guess, yeah. or, or that's coming to be like, um, yeah, this is a cool thing. I'm thinking, well, why didn't you have us on your podcast two years ago when we were you know, interviewing guys named Boogers and such? And it, it's hard because, like I said, you can always look back and think, well, I could have done this, but you only have so many resources. You only have so many 
you know, money you can put into different things. And yeah, I wish I would have done X, Y, and Z, but I feel good. Like I've gotten some really cool Tiger Woods types tickets, other tickets that I have. Um, you did well on your Nirvanas, your your Elvises. Um, and well, it's still way early. Are, yeah. So even if you're like, well, I want to get into it or feel like you missed the boat, it hasn't even started. No, like it's it's still. I mean, it's still brand brand new. People are just starting to talk about it. I mean, I haven't been talking about it for a while, but. It's getting to be if you if you want to hit the ground floor, it's the time to do it. And if you don't, that's fine. But it's just a way to make this it, money. It, it's another like I said. Sometimes as as things um, open up and as you see, you know, windows might start closing. Where like I said, the the goodwill, the Salvation Army. You see prices on shirts that you used to be able to get for one or two, and now they're fifteen, twenty because they are like it's crazy to see which. They get it. They're trying to make money just like us. You might look into other windows of yeah. Uh, sometimes yes, you got tickets. To, like we said last week, you got to zig when other people are zagging, or zag when other people are zigging. Whatever you're you're doing, you got you can't be following the, the group. And and I will get into the same aspect because I haven't made my my first purchase. But we talked about the NFT wagon a while ago. These are the non fungible tokens. Essentially, it's a it's an online ticket. Like that's that's a good comparison. You you have a digital like currency that you purchase items with and you have this forever type thing Gary Vaynerchuk Gary V he's the one that talked about it and what he did is he he had a drawing looks like a 10 year old drew a drawing and he calls it empathy antler or, or whatever type things empathy antler or is that really empathy elephant or, or ambitious antler like this these these random type stupid things stupid names uh, you know hard working horny toad like Whoa! <laughs> Whatever. I thought we were going back to Trump there for a minute. And he draw a drawing and he colored it, and you'd have the original. But he now took we need to make a hardworking horny toad. That's a good name. But he had this. He had this picture, and he sent it into the guys at PSA, and they had the original one graded. And now he's selling the NFT with the original artwork for like hundreds of thousands, like. I'm looking at my list again. You can only you know buy so much, but some of these first things we're selling for one or two Ethereum because that's how you could buy and sell them. And we're talking between three and five and eight thousand dollars. And now they're selling for twelve, fifteen, thirty Ethereum. And now we're talking in the twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar range. So um, what I'm saying is, is sometimes that's out of some people's ballparks. But if you want to, again, dabble your toe into maybe something new and different or a different revenue stream, look up NFTs. Look on Twitter. There's different places. Well, you can, you, buy can, them on, you can buy them on eBay right now. You can buy them on eBay. You can buy them on OpenSea. But what they do is you can find that next up-and-coming artist. You know, you might be able to say, I'm going to take a flyer. It's a gamble. It's a raffle ticket, just like anything else, like some of these sports cards. But it, it, it's fun. It's, it's interesting. It's a new way... To kind of open up the world and, and uh, new new earning potential, D-Roy. Well, you're always looking for new new. Uh, I mean, new new rocks to look under, right? We we talk about it, and it's it's just funny because we all I talked about it last week the chicken analogy. I can't talk, but that's going to be a long day. Um, where everyone just goes and they got the worm or, or whatever, and they all just run right back to it, and and that's fine if you're at the front of the pack or if you understand what you're doing. But if you're following in the back, the worms are all gone by the time you get there. So you gotta go scratch up, you know, whether that's whatever. Adam likes NFTs. We've talked about tickets. You just gotta be different. You gotta think outside the box, and you gotta use the tools that are there for us. 
Uh, with eBay, we got the therapy. Um, you got sold listings. You got, you know, you got Google in your pocket. Like you can figure out what's trending, what's happening. Uh, there's TikTok. There's all these apps that kids are like. You can see what they're doing. You can find the trends before they happen or as they start to happen. Then just jump in and like Adam always says, you know, it's, it's pretty cheap education. So when people are saying, should I spend eighty dollars on this or twenty dollars on that? Absolutely. Why are you like? Here's the thing I don't understand. You go to a group of resellers and and you alert everybody that hey, this might be a hot item. Should I buy this for this amount of dollars? Then you got. 20,000 people seeing that, now all your competition knows, hey, this might be a hot item. So yeah. I think a lot of it, uh, we, I mean, I'll still get bolos and we'll still talk about things and whatever, but if you find something, you want to keep it close to the chest too. So maybe you do find a good spot where you can get or figure out how to make some NFTs or you can get some for, you know, 20, 40, maybe a couple hundred dollars and you can flip them for 20 grand or whatever. Like, who knows? Maybe that's out there. Maybe you know a place that, like, this is the ticket museum of the world or whatever, and you can get in there and buy their stock. Like, just, I mean, you're going around to uh, thrift stores or you're going around to auctions or estate sales. Uh, if you happen to find something or, or Walmarts or whatever, and you're doing, uh, you know, your, your retail arbitrage, if you find something that works for you, I mean, sometimes it's hard, but keep it. I mean, keep it to yourself. Maybe tell a few friends if that's the way you are, but like, don't blow yourself up on the internet or else all of a sudden what you had was going to be profitable for you for years. You're creating some more companies. Now there's thousands of people and there's no market and you're you're out of money. So Unless what you, you go buy it all up and then you say, hey, this is really cool. And then you sell it to the yeah, people. Yeah, but how much? I mean, you have to buy up, you know, like, like uh, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands worth of whatever. So, hey, there's, uh, I guess there's, there's two more things. Like I said, we're, uh, we're running short on time here. Man, this is full yeah, by. But we're, we're getting busy. But there's, there's two things um, I do want to announce. This this might be the last episode because I've been buying Oreo uh, Pokemons. <laughs> <laughs> Oreo Pokemons at Walmart. And apparently they're selling for like 15000 And if you have the entire set, including the special Pikachu where he's uh, riding Charizard through the air, apparently that's worth $350,000. Well, I got the hardworking horny toad, so I think if we put that set together... Uh, bad news, Adam. We did not win the lottery last week. So. That's where I was going. I, I I didn't get any calls from you. Um, Matter of fact, we didn't get one number right. There should shouldn't there be like like the backwards Keno. Yeah, they should at least give me your dollar back. Like you know, in Keno, if you well, had, we had quite a few lines too. So yeah, we had lows. So dang it. So I guess we will be here next week. I mean, dismay or pleasure. Everyone is talking about the Oreos. I don't know. I, I know they're not going for fifteen thousand. That's shill bidding or, or whatever you want to say. But there might be something that I don't know. Go at your own risk. That's what I'll say. Yeah, do your own research. Uh, that's one of those bolo type things. You can look at it. Type in Oreo Pokemon's and it'll it'll blow your mind. I mean, who knows what? The weird thing with the Oreos is they had the Lady Gaga ones that came out um, maybe a year ago or so. And people were buying, like, just the boxes and a package of those. They had the Game of Thrones special ones. So I don't doubt that somebody would buy the Pokemon edition because it yeah. gets sold out or whatever. But I don't think the numbers are, are accurate. And no. I don't know what you're going to do with... Even say you got the rare, you know... Charizard. Charizard, whatever, with, uh, no, Pikachu. With, with Golden Cream or whatever they got going with it, right? Like, what, how, how are you going to preserve that? What are you going to do? Are you going to put it in a Ziploc baggie? I mean... That's an expensive Oreo. Yeah, I'm just so... Uh, but maybe you can sell the set, uh, the the actual yeah, the whole thing cookie cookie jars worth. Who, who knows? I mean, if if uh, here's my thing, and uh, 
as with everything, but if you check them, look at your sold, look at your completes, and see the actual number they're selling, and then scroll through them and see what they're actually selling for on average. And, and if some are selling for $25 and some are selling for $25,000, recognize the 25000 are not real. You're probably in that twenty-five to $30,000 $30 range. <laughs> or maybe they're a special NFT cookie that Gary P wants you to buy, and they are going for thirty grand. I I, that's exactly what it could be. But D-Roy, man, that wrapped up quick. We're going to... Uh, we're going to jump on. We, we hope everybody's sales are going well. Let's get ready for Christmas. Lots of good things going on. So that being said, D-Roy, there are two things in life that are certain are... Death piles and taxes. Thank you.